Welcome to episode 58 of the Becoming Mind Strong podcast. And today we're talking about one of my favorite topics. And it is not just one of my favorite topics because uh, it, it's just, it is life, man. And it's so much bigger than health and fitness. It's also one of my favorites because this is a topic that gets such a bad reputation as like Becky on Instagram posting inspirational memes, woo woo rainbows and glitter. But at its core, if you've hung out with me before, you know that I am a huge neuroscience nerd. And at its core, this is all based in physics. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel and I'm the CEO of MindStrong Fitness and I am here to teach you truth. No more shakes, no more wraps, no more point systems, no more cutting out carbs, and most of all, no more living off restriction. We are here to learn nutrition as a skill and it's a skill you only need to learn once and you will literally never diet again. So you ready? Let's rock and roll. So you've probably heard, if you've been living in this society, you've heard the term, the law of attraction, right? And we we see these inspirational memes on Instagram saying, think positively, live positively, and you are what you attract. And it all sounds very uh, Birkenstocks and hemp seeds and <laughs> singing Kumbaya by the fire. But what it is at its core is quantum physics. And for me, who tends to be a very logical person in a lot of ways, and I always want to know the why behind things, this is a subject that fascinated me to no end and continues to, because I've seen it in my own life that when we talk about the law of attraction, which we'll talk more about today, because it, it is such a misunderstood <laughs> thing. I've seen it work in my own life, but I refuse to believe that there wasn't proof behind it, right? There's, I refuse to believe like, man, it's just all feel good vibes and you attract back. Like there has to be science. If it's working, there is science behind it. Welcome to Rachel's brain. And the more that I have studied neuroscience, the more I've studied human biology, the more I've studied this, particularly the law of attraction, the more my mind just continues to be blown because it absolutely is. It, it falls under the umbrella of quantum physics. So I'm going to give you the um, <laughs> law of attraction according to science, not according to Becky on Instagram. And I'm going to do my best to not nerd out too much and keep this very surface level while also showing you, explaining to you why this is capital T truth, why this is not just something like, oh, I don't believe in the law of attraction. Like you don't have to believe in it, but it's science, right? You don't have to believe that the sky is blue and the grass is green. And I guess that's a bad example because people can argue <laughs> light reflection. My point being, this is science, right? Whether or not you choose to tap into it is one thing. But as we'll talk about today, it's going on whether you're tapping into it or not. So the first thing we need to understand, and we talked about this way back in season one a bit, um, that old model of atoms that we learned as a kid, remember making these these diagrams as kids and there was the nucleus and there were the electrons, that model of atoms is not accurate. Science has proven that it is not what atoms actually contain. I mean, the stuff we learned, it still contains, but there is a very key fact that was left out back in when we, many of us were in school. If you're, if you're significantly younger than me, that might not be the case. But what science has proven 
is that atoms are 99.99999 repeating percent energy. So yes, there's a nucleus. Yes, there's protons. Yes, there's electrons. But 99.999% repeating of atoms are made up of energy. Now, that sounds very woo-woo, right? Because you look at a tree, you look at your dog, you look at you know something in your office, and it is physical matter. We can touch it. We can feel it. So the answer becomes, well, Rachel, how is it energy if I can put it in my hand? One of the best analogies that I ever heard to explain this is if you've ever played with a fidget spinner, right? We know that the earth is spinning so rapidly, our brains can't even understand. If you've ever looked at a fidget spinner, if you've held one and you spin it, it goes so fast that there are moments in there where it looks like a solid object, right? And you could feel it, but then when you try to touch it, it stops. That's the best analogy I've ever heard for for how this works. Yes, we are, humans included, we are 99.99999% energy. And because we are moving so quickly, it appears to the human eye as solid matter. When, I mean, that is, that is a statement that is, <laughs> my brain has, has trouble comprehending that on the largest scale at times. Now, the second part of this conversation talks about when we talk about physically the law of attraction, right? And again, as I said in the beginning, this is a term, it just gets such a bad reputation because what people do is they sit there and say things like, I should just think positively. I should only have positive thoughts. I shouldn't think like that. And we just pile on the shoulds. What we need to understand about the law of attraction is, first of all, you can't bullshit it, right? You say, Saying things of what you should or shouldn't do is not affecting your energy, your vibration in the way that you want it to. Me saying, I'm such a piece of crap. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Well, what I've done now is I'm already feeling like a piece of crap, and now I'm piling a should on top of that, and I'm feeling more like a piece of crap. The energy, the vibration, the frequency that I'm putting out in the world did not change. All I'm doing is making myself feel worse. So I say that because before we really dive into this law attraction topic, we need to understand that this is not about should or shouldn'ts. This is not about BSing our way and, and smiling when we're not happy and pretending to be something we're not. This is about becoming conscious of where our thoughts are ruminating, of the energy, of the vibration, of the vibe. That's where that word comes from. Vibe comes from vibration that we're putting out into the world. So my favorite analogy for this is if you remember old school radios, I guess radios still work this way. They just, we don't have the knobs anymore. All, if you remember the, the old school ones where you had to adjust the knobs, all of those radio frequencies, all of those stations, they're all floating around simultaneously, right? Whether you're tuned into 94.9 or 100.7, all of those radio stations are floating around in the air. The way that you listen to the station you want is by tuning in to the exact station that you're looking for. When we walk around in society, when we are a functioning member on planet Earth, there are thousands, millions, billions of vibrations in the air, right? There are people that you get around and they just, my, one of my best friends calls them energy vampires. You can just feel them sucking your energy. Then we get around people. If you've ever been to a Tony Robbins convention, right? The energy in that room is you can feel it. It is electric. That's not a coincidence. That is science. There are vibrations, the frequency in the air, just like that radio station, the frequency that's being put out, there are actual vibrations in the air that could be scientifically measured. 
And because we as humans, like all physical matter, are made up of 99.999% repeating energy, here's the, the last piece to this that we need to understand. Energy, when it comes to energy, like attracts like. And in that earlier episode, way back in season one, and I talk about this in my book, one of my favorite examples of this is a tuning fork. If if you are, are a musician or know anything about music, in music, we have these little metal rods called tuning forks. And when you hit them, they vibrate and they make a sound. So you can have a tuning fork tuned to the note A, you can have a tuning fork tuned to the note C sharp, whatever it is. They all have certain vibrations. When you study the physics of music, a note, what we hear as a note, is a, a wave, a sound wave going through the air. The fascinating thing is, let's say you have a tuning fork tuned to the note A, and even if you're not a musician, you can follow me on this. If you have a tuning fork tuned to the note A, and you have a tuning fork tuned to the note C sharp, if you go into a room with other tuning forks tuned to the note A, they will only go off without hitting them. They'll only go off if the note, if the tuning fork A is hit. So I walk into that room, I don't touch any of the other tuning forks, but I hit the one I'm holding note A, all the A's in the room are going to go off. If I hit the one C sharp, all the C sharps in the room are going to go off. Why? Because frequency attracts frequency. Vibration attracts vibration. Again, this is not woo-woo stuff. This is how science works. If you study the, I, I took a course in college at the time, it was the most boring course I've ever taken. Now I wish I could go back and wake up past Rachel because I'm so fascinated by it, but it was called the physics of sound. And this is what we learned that when it comes to music, when it comes to sound, like attracts like, and that is true of all vibration. So when you're walking around in the world and you're feeling low energy and you're shooting all over yourself and you're beating yourself up and then with rain comes more rain, right? Like when it rains, it pours. Why is that happening? Because the vibration, the tuning fork, so to speak, that you're hitting is attracting that back to you. It's no coincidence that when life is going well, right? The good key seems to keep rolling in. And when does it stop? This is like, pay attention to this. When the good keeps rolling in, some of us are accustomed to saying, yeah, but I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And without doubt, it does. Why did that happen? Because the second you stopped living in that vibration of abundance and you started living in anxiety, nervousness, waiting for the other shoe to drop, guess what happened? That's the energy you put out. That's the sh- that's the energy you you bring back in. One of my dear friends, Tracy Litt, has one of my favorite expressions. She says, "You are the effing shoe," and I live and breathe by that statement. You are the effing shoe because you decide whether it drops or not. Now, here's the thing: I started this episode by saying, like, whether you want to believe it or not, it's happening. You don't learn. So the word manifest comes up a lot in in pop culture, right? Like I'm going to manifest a million dollars. I'm just going to sit here and picture myself with a million dollars. Maybe that'll work for you. It doesn't work for most people because it's so much larger than that, right? We have to be living, exuding this energy of abundance. We have to be doing the work behind that. We have to be believing that it's going to come in. We have to feel it. You don't just sit there and meditate on a million dollars showing up at your door. Maybe, maybe if you're super into this stuff, it'll work for you. Um, (laughs) for me and my experience, that's not how it works, but we don't learn to manifest. Okay. What manifest means is getting on the vibration of what you want. That's all it means, right? You're attracting things into your life. How are you attracting it in by getting on the same vibration of what you want? You don't learn to manifest. You've already been manifesting. 
I'm going to say that again, because when you fully let in that sentence, your world and your mind is going to be blown. You've already been manifesting. Look around your life right now, the good, the bad, the growing, the stuck. Everything in your life is completely aligned with your beliefs of where they should be. Doesn't mean it's where you want it to be, right? There's a very big difference of your beliefs of what you think they should be and where you want it to be. But everything in your life is a result of what you have currently manifested. What we learn to do, because we do not learn to manifest, you've been doing it already, is we learn to become more conscious and more deliberate about it. We learn, you know what? I don't like the vibe that I'm living in right now. Let me take a breath. Let me do a quick meditation. Let me do a mind reset. Let me get in control of my TFAR loop. If you didn't listen to the episode in season one on thoughts, feelings, action, results, that's where this all starts. Go back and listen to it. We call it living from the inside out. The way that you take control of your energy, the way you take control of your vibration is not by shooting on yourself. It's not by posting inspirational memes that you don't really feel. It's by living from the inside out. How do I want to feel today? You know what? The way that I'm showing up in the world today is not serving me. What do I need to do to reset? When we stop focusing on the external and we focus on the internal, that changes the game. Because now what happens is the vibration, the frequency, just like that radio station that you are putting in is tuning in to what you want to manifest back. Remember, you are already manifesting back, whether you want to believe it, when you, whether you want to be conscious of it or not. It is quantum physics. This is what's happening in our world, whether you're tuned in or not. And when we start paying attention, what is the energy I want to feel? What do I need to do to get my energy there? And spoiler alert, taking control of the TFAR loop is the key to this. Now, the energy that we're putting out into the world, that frequency, now it's attracting back what we want. The power of positive thinking, the law of attracting attraction, manifestation, these are not, these are not fluffy feel-good things. This is the basis of life. And many people write it off because it's gotten such a bad reputation. But at its core, I say this as one of the most logical people you will ever meet. At its core, it's science. And it's happening whether you're conscious of it or not. So I encourage you to, first of all, just sit with this, right? If you've been following along, there's a lot of brain exploding moments when you, when you first learn about this stuff or learn deeper about it. Just sit with it. Just think about what this means. Look at your life. Look at the good, the bad, the stuck, the growing and see how it's already manifesting. And from there, this is not an overnight fix. This is not a light switch that we flick on, but we start taking baby steps to live from the inside out. How do I want to feel? Is the vibe with which I'm showing up in the world today what I want to attract back? If the answer is no, this becomes very personal. What do I need to do to reset? Is it being out in nature? Is it playing with a puppy? Is it doing a quick meditation? Is it doing some conscious breathing? What do I need so that the energy I put back is what I want to attract back? And that is how we live life by design. If you haven't yet checked out my best-selling book, Becoming Mindstrong, The Truth About Health, Fitness, and the Bullshit That's Holding You Back, you can find it on Amazon or, if you prefer audiobooks, on audible.com. <laughs>